The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk about the epic confrontation between Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker for the AEW Women's Championship. We have a new AEW Women's Champion. Her name is Thunder Rosa. We talk about the journey. We talk about the match on today's Busted Open Podcast. Also, we talk to another champion, your Impact Knockouts champion. She's a special guest host on today's podcast right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We're the first in the company to have a cage match. One, two. It's in my hometown. So homegirl, ya te chingaste. So everybody's like, you know, stand her out, you know. So they're going to be after her. And I know if if for some reason I fall short, it's going to be a riot. There's going to be trash in that ring. I'm telling you, they're going to be pissed. I'm not going to let that happen. I'm telling you, I'm not going to let that happen. Let's be positive. Let's enjoy what is going to happen because it's history in the making. Congratulations to Thunder Rosa, your new AEW Women's Champion. You just heard the comments that she said on our show just hours before her career-defining match on AEW Dynamite in a cage against Dr. Britt Baker for the AEW Women's Championship. It was great having her on, and she said it. You heard her words. Almost guaranteeing victory. She had to win that match, and she did absolutely that last night on dynamite it was a great match it was a physical match um it had every element of a feud and like a true great baby face our baby face finally conquered evil and we have a new aew women's champion yeah it was a great moment to see her first of all on our show yesterday and if you if you if you missed the interview it's a must listen you know, go to the SXM app or go to the Busted Open podcast to listen to it. Because uh, even though you know the outcome of last night, to hear the emotion from Thunder Rosa was just unbelievable and undeniable. Because when she came out last night after her introduction, uh, you saw her on that entrance ramp. And you actually, I, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to break down and cry 
right now. She knew and understood the significance of that match last night, Tommy. You listen to every single wrestler that comes on our show. You've interviewed so many people. Um, I mean, probably millions by this point in your career. And everyone talks about moments. And last night was hers. Uh, On this show yesterday, she gave us moments, real moments. And, you know, she talks about a life-changing moment for her and her family. As simple as, and you got to go back, uh, they did a great job on our socials, as always, about staying in hotel rooms that were nicer than places that she grew up in, places that she could not imagine as a child staying in and fighting for that and surviving for that and, and also putting over her humble beginnings. And last night on national television inside a steel cage, two women beat the living crap out of each other for that ultimate prize. And like I said, it paid off for her. And in, it's such a flush of emotions. And you could see it where she, she clinches her fists. And, and, like, and if you remember all these like great moments in sports, Kirk Gibson's walk-off home run on bad knees. And what's he doing? He's fist pumping his own fist because he, he did it. He conquered something where he couldn't even play the game that day. And these are just iconic moments. And she had an iconic moment for herself, but also for professional wrestling with being inside a steel cage, main eventing dynamite. There's all these different ramifications and historic ramifications that will go into that match. And what a perfect scenario. I'm the only other best part about that would, if it was her birthday, I mean, literally it was just, it was a great, great, as I always say, putting, people in the best places to succeed and she succeed yeah and like you said if it was her birthday in san antonio where she lives now sold out crowd and you couldn't get a better atmosphere for that match in a cage you know the story that's been told since that unsanctioned lights out match a year ago in march of 2021 and everything that's happened uh, Tony Khan, we talked about it with Tony right here on this show. To keep them apart for that long and to have that story rekindle recently leading up to that match last night in a cage. Uh, kudos to Dr. Britt Baker as well, your champion. I mean, honestly, I thought that might have been Britt Baker's, one of her be- best matches that I've seen her have in AEW, even though it was in a loss, even though it was about Thunder Rosa. I thought Britt Baker was on her A game last night. Everything about it, uh, her facials, her expressions, a, a tremendous job by Dr. Britt Baker, but it was about Thunder Rosa. And to see her break down with that championship title in her arms, you know, falling to her knees after that match. I mean, we're going to get into the match and everything that took place in that, I don't know, 16, 17 minute match which I almost wish was a little bit longer. Um, just an amazing, amazing match, amazing moment. Beautiful bookends between that match a year ago and what we saw last night. And people forget, Thunder Rosa did get the win last year, but it was Dr. Britt Baker that everybody was talking about, and rightfully so. This morning, it's really about Thunder Rosa. Yes, Britt uh, Baker... Great representation of AEW, great champion 
uh, for the women's division and she played her part perfectly. And when I say played her part going in as the champion, you know, Thunder Rosa said it on the show and I didn't think about that. She's like, if I don't win, that place is going to riot. And I could see that happening. Uh, you know, we've interviewed JBL when he would beat up Eddie Guerrero in El Paso and, you know, in front of his hometown and the fans started to riot and they would have been pissed and going into like those situations, again, locked in a cage, it's being uncomfortable People don't realize how much uh, those cages are. And even that type of cage, it's harder to climb. And then you have that trussle on the top because they hang it. When I tell you that is the harder part to actually get over than it is to if it was a regular steel cage. Because sometimes you just toss your leg up and hope for the best or toss your leg over and then your other leg and literally just let go. And yeah, you might crash to the floor, but at least you're escaping. And those, when they have the trussle around it, they hurt more because they're tighter. There's, there's less give. And, you know, it, kudos to both women. They did an amazing job. Uh, I really enjoyed the match. There was a lot of violence. There was a lot of uh, physicality. And, and Britt was the bad girl. And Thunder Rosa was the good girl. And finally, good overcame evil. Because it's hard. It's hard to overcome evil, David. There's no doubt about it. And I'm glad you brought up the cage, Tommy, because that's what a cage match is supposed to be. Uh, she didn't come to the ring, Britt Baker, with, you know, Rebel and uh, Jamie Hayter. Why? Because, you know what? You're not supposed to get outside interference in a cage match. So having them gone in that match, no distractions. And it was like an old-school cage match, what a cage match is supposed to be, violent. You know, a lot of times we see cage matches, and it's not violent <laughs> at all. Uh, Tommy, we grew up in an era where your head gets smacked against that cage, you're going to get busted open. And I love the one throwback from Thunder Rosa when she busted Britt Baker open, and then she took her face and dragged it on the steel mesh of the cage. Like that was about as old school of a cage match as you can get in 2022. Uh, yes. And, and also let me tell you this, Dave, that cage cuts. And I'm not just saying that cage cause I haven't been in it. Every steel cage cuts. Um, I remember the time, uh, I wrestled Bram on Valentine's day. And I wanted to bleed. And I said, ram my head into the cage like a cheese grater. And then just go left and right. And then I started bleeding. And he literally said, why, Tommy, why? Because there's ridges. When you have this metal, there's, and go out there and go look at every rung of your fence outside. And then if you're, hey, you want to have fun, ram your own head or have your husband or wife just ram your head against the thing. That's what we do here in the Dreamer home. Beulah, let's go outside <laughs> on the commercial break. Anyway, um, it's that thing cuts you when there's those dead poles in the middle, again, because you're hanging something. Every time you hit those ropes, you're going to hit it. And there are two steel bars that are in your place to where you're supposed to run think of that hey let's go out for a jog you know what we're just going to put a, 
two bars right there and go run into it. And that then just bounce off of it. There's so many different intricacies when you're involved in a steel cage. There's a much different psychology uh, going into those matches. And hey, I've been wrestling. Uh, I've been watching steel cage matches probably since I'm 10 years old. And when I saw that the cage was down to the floor, I actually said in my head, Jamie Hayter and Reba are under the ring. And when that referee got knocked down, I said, oh boy, here they come. Because I also was thinking of going for heat, screwing her in her hometown. And that would have been massive heat. But I'm glad they didn't go that route because I didn't want to see a riot on television. <laughs> so, uh, but trust me, they got me. And like I said, I've been wrestling and watching wrestling a long, long time. And then there was that moment when he went down. I was like, oh boy, here it comes. It could have been a nice little thing of here they come and they get stopped and she overcomes all adversity, but she overcame the adversity that was faced her and being Brit breaker and Brit had an amazing run. There's more places to go with Brit. There's yes. more places to go with the two of them. And uh, I look forward uh, to see the future as Thunder Rosa as our new champion. Yeah. And, and, the positivity of it, too. You know, we had Thunder Rosa on the show yesterday, and she talked about, and you talked about it, too, Tommy, about, like, living in the moment, enjoying the moment, and some positivity in pro wrestling. I truly believe the match that they had a year ago, which in a lot of fans' eyes and the Pro Wrestling Illustrated called it the match of the year, and I, I, I loved what we saw last night. These are the moments that you cherish as a pro wrestling fan. These are the moments that you talk about 10, 15, 20, 25 years down the road. Yes. Dude, that from the moment you walked out and we, we were blessed to have that interview and to tell the fans, Hey, you're going to see something special because we could see the passion in her eyes. We could hear the passion in her voice. Then what is the first thing she goes out? She gets this amazing ovation. She drops to her knees and she says a prayer. Why? Because she's out there in front of everybody. She told us how many people were, were out there. She then got so fired up. You just see her like yell, like a war cry. And then there were so many people standing on their, on their feet. There was a beautiful moment I felt for her where she just stopped and acknowledged because that front row I feel was her family. Yeah. And she was hugging and one member of her family just grabbed her and hugged her. I mean, you're surrounded by people that love you doing something that you love and you're about to have this great match. I mean, it, it was a great build to all of that. And even kudos to the San Antonio fans because here came Britt Baker when she did her entrance. Everyone did the DMD with their hands and their voices. And as much as we hated her, we still want to be part of that entrance. And that was also a thing I think that we went to the show. We're talking about Jericho. Yeah. Where you could still be a heel and still be entertaining because Britt Baker was a friggin' heel. And also, too, a uh, great job with Britt Baker giving a little nod uh, and tribute to Scott Hall with her gear that she was wearing last night, Thunder Rosa, wearing the same gear that she wore 
last year in their unsanctioned lights out match, except the only difference having the 316 on the back of her gear, uh, the stunner, all, all the all the stuff, those little small things. It did feel just a tad rushed near the end because it's TV. If that was a pay-per-view, obviously they could have went a little bit longer. Uh, I wish they could have gone a little bit longer, maybe gone about 25 minutes instead of the 17, 18 minutes that it went. But that's just a small little nitpick because, honestly, that's going to be a match that I go back and watch again and again. I think you should go back and watch their first match. That was match of the year. And then watch the cage and see if it was better. What do you think I did after Dynamite, brother? After Dynamite was over, I got it on my DVR. What do you do? What do you think? Fuck! Who the fuck you think you're talking to? As soon Once. as that was over, wait, excuse me, because you're the one that brought it up, disrespecting Dave Lagreca. I immediately after Dynamite, I went back and watched the Lights Out unsanctioned match from last year's show, and I watched it, and then I watched the cage match again. Got to tell you, I thought their first match was just a little bit better, but that's not a complaint because I thought what I saw last night was fantastic. Dude, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Sorry. Are you serious right now? I look forward to the uh, AEW uh, library. It would be the AEW. They wouldn't call it the AEW network, but when they get their own streaming service, that'll eventually happen. You'll, uh, you'll be, that'll be the first two matches you go back to. Probably by then, they'll have maybe had two more i'm saying a five to six year video library where people could go back uh plus they have the ring of honor library so there there's a lot where you could go back but you'll be that'll be the first thing you go back and watch i'm planning well, future dave's uh saturday night well listen man i'm 50 so there's not a lot of time left for me so if they're gonna do it they better do it quick this week on Hope Solo Speaks, Ryan Leaf was an All-American quarterback at Washington State University. He travels the country and speaks to communities and shares his story. I just thought I was a junkie, but I didn't realize that was a byproduct or a symptom of my mental health disorder. And that hadn't been addressed ever, maybe as far back as when I was 13 years old. What started the turn was the Sheriff's Department came and got me, locked me up for 32 months. Don't miss Hope Solo Speaks on the SXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Very pleased to have as our host right here on Busted Open, your Impact Knockouts Champion, Tasha Steeles. Tasha, good morning. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tasha! Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You did that wrong. You did that wrong. You didn't introduce me correctly. And you know, don't worry about it. This is the flavor hour. I got this. Hold on. Let me introduce myself, Dave, because you didn't do it right. Ladies and gentlemen, the history maker. The culture queen, the flavor gang leader, the brightest star in the sky, your knockout world champion that defeated that legend, Mickey James. Tasha Steeles, hello. It is the flavor hour now. The flavor hour. <laughs> That's how you introduce me. That's sorry. how you introduce your champion, Dave. I'm sorry, Tasha. Tommy, are you ready for the flavor hour? I love the flavor hour. It's I no, usually it's get to flavor, experience it for it, many Tommy, hours uh, when I'm with her. Tommy, it's the flavor hour. It's not flavor hour. It's the flavor hour. Sorry. With the A on the end. That's right. It's an A. No okay. O-R. There's no O-R in that word. It's an A. Flavor. There you go. Flavor hour. Tasha, thank you for joining us. Uh, Tasha, you've been a guest on this show many times throughout the years, even long before you joined Impact Wrestling. Congratulations once again on capturing that Impact Knockouts Championship you hold so dearly and and rightfully so because, like you said, you beat a legend in order to win that championship. So I think it's going to be amazing to have you on this morning, your insights on the world of pro wrestling. So I think this is a perfect marriage between Tasha and Busted Open. So thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank you. But did, hold on, I got a question. What What are you wearing right now? What it me? Which what, what, what shirt do you have on right now? What is that? I actually have I have Thunder Roses t shirt on. She won the uh, AEW Women's Championship last night, Tasha. Uh, okay. So I have a question, Dave. Go ahead. When I won the Knockouts World Championship, did you go on Busted Open wearing a Tasha Steele shirt? Yeah, but you. But here's the difference. Ah! 
Wait. Yes or no question, Dave. Did you go on Busted Open wearing a Tasha Steele's T-shirt that you claim I, you have? I, I, I do have, and I did not because, because I wore it on Saturday night when you won the title. <laughs> he does he does do those things i did yes but you are also supposed to wear it the following day that you're celebrating tasha Steele's winning the championship just like you're doing for thunder rosa you should have did for me since i am your favorite dave didn't you say i was your favorite you, you are said my I was favorite, your favorite. Ta- tasha you are my favorite i have no tasha Steele's merch where's your updated tasha Steele's merch I have I have a shirt. I have a Tasha Steele shirt. You have an old Tasha Steele shirt. You do not. You did not go on shopimpact.com and get that flavor champ shirt. You didn't get it. I, I'll, I will pick one up for him in Philadelphia. If only there was a hat with a license plate and her name on it, Dave, that you could pick it up somewhere. I would wear that hat. See, this is proudly. exclusive, Uncle Tommy. This is exclusive <laughs> merch here that Dave McGregor cannot have because I'm not his favorite anymore. I don't think that was his favorite ever. Well, his best friend is Thunder Rosa, because you can only have one best friend. And you're his favorite, Deanna Perrazzo. What is Deanna Perrazzo to you? An acquaintance, I think, at this point. (laughs) Okay. You are a liar, Dave. She's an acquaintance. Let her come on the show. A mild mild acquaintance. Oh, my God. You're right up her butt. Tasha, let me ask you quick, because this isn't an interview. You are hosting this third hour show, but what's it been like after winning that knockouts championship? It has been great. It's been great for me. You know, I'm I'm just now starting to take it all in. You know, um, before it was just like, hey, I won the title. All right. It didn't hit me yet. It didn't hit me yet. Yeah, I got emotional, um, but it really didn't hit me till after the fact. And when I got home and it's like, I'm just relaxing and um, unpacking my bag for the weekend. And then while I'm unpacking my bag, I pick up this knockouts title and I'm like, holy shit, I'm, I'm the champion. Like I, I'm at the top of the knockouts division. I'm running this knockouts division now. They're leading on me now. I'm the leader. So um, it's been great for me and it's only more to come. And I'm still like in this race. It's not over for me yet. I'm still in this race. I'm still going because I got a lot more to accomplish. I got a lot more to prove. And, uh, you know, I'm the Puerto Rico badass. I can do it. Well, I know in preparation for this show today that you watched Dynamite last night. What did you think of that main event between Thunder Rosa and Dr. Britt Baker? That was a main event. I mean, first of all, congratulations to and Thunder Rosa for closing out, main eventing. Women are main eventing these shows, pay-per-views, broadcast TV shows. They're main eventing. That's what I love to see. You know, despite whether I I like the person or not, I love to see you guys main eventing and and doing things that the guys have done for for so many years. So that's one of the the great things that I loved about uh, Dynamite last night is that the women closed out the show. They main evented. And they main evented in a cage match, which I'm still trying to push Scott Demore to let's bring back this knockouts lockdown because your champion is ready to do that. Um, damn it, Brittany, you didn't win. Damn it, Brittany, I was, I was, I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you, Brent. I had the doctor on my side. I was rooting for the doctor, Dave. Sorry, you were rooting for your best friend, but I was rooting for the doctor. I wanted the doctor to retain because if there's anybody that could do it, 
it was Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, but she didn't do it last night. And um, I overheard uh, Thunder Rose's emotional interview you guys did uh, yesterday. Um, and, you know, after hearing it, I can see why she's the champion now. And she definitely deserved it. So congratulations to Thunder Rosa for winning. Um, Latinas, we're on top. Knockouts champion, AEW women's champion. Let's get it. I loved it. I loved it last night. I loved everything about it. And um, thumbtacks, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, man, that's brutal. Brutal. And then Brick going through all those chairs. Oh. I don't know how she survived today. She's probably still laying out and and... Adam Cole was like giving her the rub down or something because holy hell, that shit hurts. Tasha, you talk about uh, Latinas. <clears throat> Thunder Rosa said how much it means to her. She does a lot of charity work within AEW and little girls are coming up to her and looking up to her as she's using that as, as inspiration that she's helping change people's lives. Uh, I know your, you know, your backstory. You just cut a very, very emotional promo uh, after you won where you say you're growing up in, you know, the brick city, New York, Newark, and, you know, bullets rifling through an apartment, ducking down as a kid and, you know, pretty much using wrestling to get yourself a, a better life and a better life for your family. So like, what does that mean to you? Because we know what it meant to her. Um, it means a lot because, for someone like me, I'm going to just say and be honest about this, to a lot of promotion, I didn't fit their standard of what a champion should look like or what they think of a woman professional wrestler should look like. I didn't, I didn't fit that because here I am a girl from the hood. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I talk slang. You know, this is how I talk. This is how I am 24 hours a day. You know, can I articulate? Of course I can. I can articulate. But. This is how I talk. I'm comfortable this way. You know, this is how I, I, I move. This is how I get things done. I don't fit that look for them. You know what I'm saying? I don't fit that look for them to have in their ring because I don't know, whatever reason. But wrestling was definitely my escape because there were times during broad daylight, you know, crackheads in the middle of the street, people just shooting out their cars, people just shooting in the air, like flying bullets everywhere. Um, at night, it was 10 times worse. You know, like I, like you said, I had to duck underneath my bed. You know, I had to, my mother had to duck underneath her bed. At times, it was just, it was scary, you know, until um, we were able to move out where we were moving out of and, and, and live a better life. Um, it's very emotional for me because um, to prove everyone wrong, that was the greatest part right there. To not give up and prove everyone wrong, that was the greatest part. And to get to the where I needed to be and be a champion and show them ha ha. Now I'm leaving you on red, like you left me on red. That's all, that's all it is. That's all it is. I let my actions speak louder than my words. And I think diversity is important in every form of life, but especially in pro wrestling, because if you look at the audience of pro wrestling, it's extremely diverse in 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 race, in age. And I'm hoping in 2022, and, and, and you just said about representation, to have you represent that women's division and that knockouts division with Impact Wrestling, like Thunder Rosa is right now with AEW. And you talked about that interview we did with Thunder Rosa yesterday. She did get emotional because how do you not? How do you not get emotional when you're in a, in a, in a hotel where 
You never thought you would even get an opportunity to be able to sleep in a bed like the one that she slept in that night or get the opportunity to step into the ring and have a match like she did last night. But it's about getting that opportunity, working for that opportunity. And like Tasha, to go back to what piggyback what you were saying, for somebody to give you at least an opportunity and a chance to show how good you are. Because you've always had greatness in you. It's just getting the opportunity to show that greatness. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, and I appreciate everyone that's given me that opportunity and said, hey, I'm going to give this girl a chance. I'm going to let her shine on her own. And they have. And it's gotten me to a point where I've done things for Ring of Honor. I've done things for NWA. I've done things for Impact where it got me signed to Impact. And from there, I, I took off like a bullet out of the gun, you know, and then came Knockouts World Champion. So all this is me just showing and proof. I let my actions my words by any means necessary that is my theme for 2022 by any means necessary and i've been showing improving since and dave it's uh i love stories like this because with tasha her debut or she was in the ecw arena in philadelphia where she came in for an, a battle royal for the opportunity to be uh, it was either the champion or number one contender she did not win that. She was an unknown. Uh, and then now she's coming back this weekend as the champ. And not that it's a homecoming for her, because, but it's where her impact career started. You talk about Thunderosa, right place, right time. Every It was a perfect storm for her, you know, where you're, I know I walk into that building and I have, I'm flooded with memories and, and you know, fans and all that stuff. You're going back to this building where, you were an unknown and humble and just like, you know, don't want to, you did your job in the ring, but you don't want to raise any eyebrows. You just, you know, sticking by the rules. And now you're, you're running the joint because you're the champ. That's right. That's right. I'm here. You know, I, I feel it is like a homecoming um, for Philly because I did make my debut there and um, I was in the battle Royal and never thinking that I would ever get an opportunity again. I thought it was just like one and done and Hey, yeah, we like you. We'll, you in sometime soon but it was it was that that hard work that I kept going and just keep showing up and and just having them see me and be in the way kind of but not be in the way if you know what I mean and just let them know that I, I'm here and I want to do whatever I can to be here and to stay here and you know it, it got me where I needed to be and it got me signed during a pandemic at the start of a pandemic it got me signed. So um, I don't think a lot of people can say that. And um, I'm grateful for it. And and here I am today. Let and Dave, know. we just, they just announced that uh, Tasha will be facing Mickey James in a Philadelphia street fight. So when you oh. talk about the violence that we saw last night between Brick and uh, Brit and Thunder Rosa, I'm sure uh, the women, cause I know both of them are going to want to step up uh their game because like you said you watch something that and inspires you to be better and it inspires you to like you want that spot so uh it's going to be interesting this weekend yeah Yeah, let me tell you something it's not gonna it's what Britt and thunder rosa did last night is not even going to compare to what i do to mickey james this weekend in a philly street fight i'm i'm from the streets i mean i'm from the streets i i i fought as a little kid just for fun in the streets Mickey James, she don't know nothing about that. All she knows about milking cows and riding horses. She don't know nothing about that. So she's coming into my territory. She has to survive, not me. 
she's got to learn to survive. Well, I'm, well, that's taking place, like you said, in Philadelphia, you and Mickey James for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Tasha, let me ask you quick. As a fan, what was that moment in memory that stuck with you that made you want to become a pro wrestler? Man, um, we're going to have to take it back. I, I have to say, uh, like, just not only just watching wrestling as a kid with, uh, with my uncle and my cousin, but it was watching that first Tough Enough and Triple H was on there, and he was really, really giving the truth to these guys and girls as to, like, like how this business is, and it's either, like, you survive or you get the F out, you know? And right after, I think, like, what, two or three weeks, quit. And it was just like, it shows right then and there, like, are you really here to be here? Or are you just using this as like a hobby or something? You know, people are passionate about this. This is their lives. Like this, people put everything that they have into this, into this business and they have to survive off of this. This is how they feed their families. This is how, this is everything to them. You know, this is not their nine to five job. This is their career, their life, you know? So that moment right there stuck in my head and it made me just want to do it because of the way that Triple H did break everything down. And it was just like, oh, I'm ready for something like that. And I want to do something like that. And it just kept having me pursue professional wrestling from there. And Tasha, we talk about throwback last night for you, <laughs> Matt and Jeff reuniting in the ring and having a match that they did. Like, what did that, I mean, you're younger. So you got to see them hardy boys when they were boys, because now they're men. So what did that yes. Oh my goodness! I feel like I was in like in, in middle school again, watching them and the TLC matches and, and and the ladder matches and all that stuff like that. Like it was, it was just like the little little girl in me just fanned out again. You know, it, it was a memory that you wouldn't think would happen again because they they went their separate ways and they're in their separate um, companies, and you don't think that this was going to happen again. Here we are, the Hardys. They're back. They're better than ever. They didn't miss a step, and it's just like. I'm back in middle school again watching these guys just climb up ladders and Jeff Swanton like is nothing, you know? So it, it was just great for me. And it was just a moment that I love and, and more proud of private party because I know they're huge fans of the Hardys. So I think it was a even bigger moment for them. They was able to get in the ring with these, these men and be able to do what they dreamed of for so long. And just all the taunting that came with it. Oh my goodness. I, I just loved everything that went with that whole entire match the taunting in between from private party. And it's just like the back and forth. It was just great to me. And I fanned out like, just like they fanned out. So I, I loved it. I love that moment. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's cool in a way, like you just mentioned private party. They're in there with the Hardys and they grew up watching the Hardys. Those are legends that they're going up against last night. And you've had to do the same thing. You know, you've had to go up against the Mickey James, the Jazz. Like those are those are legends. Those are people you grew up watching. So, yeah. probably a very special moment for Private Party last night. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and you know, Private Party they always bring the flavor. I love Private Party because they always bring that flavor. You know, what I'm saying Mark Quinn, Isaiah, they always bring the flavor. And uh, you know, it says it in their gear. It says it in their music. It says it in their entrance. I always tell people like if step on that stage if you can't capture that person's eye within the first 10 seconds that you're stepping on that stage and they're not interested after that the moves in the ring is not really going to matter you're going to have to work 10 times harder in the ring to catch their attention but if you if you catch their attention as soon as you walk on that stage with your entrance and your music and how you vibe and how you move to it and they're they're interested in you everything else is going to be 
easy, easy on in the ring. So yeah, I, I love Private Party and I loved that match with him last night on, on a really huge stage at, at Dynamite. And um, the boys, the boys was working. They was working hard. Hey, uh, let me ask you this because uh, it's been a long time for me. Like going into it, we heard Thunder Rosa's uh, comments, but she was going in as the challenger. You are in a similar situation. You're the champion facing a legend, Mickey James, in Philadelphia, where she is loved. She's loved pretty much everywhere she goes, but Philly is a special place for her as well. And but you're going in as the cha- as the champ. Is there pressure on you? Or because Thunder Rosa was feeling all that pressure and all that mental strain. Um, it is. It's a lot of pressure because I know Mickey wants this title back. That's the first thing she's thinking of. She wants she wants the title back. You know, she's going to come up with something of like she lost the title because she lost focus because Chelsea Green got her arm broken by Deanna Perrazzo. But what Mickey James should have done, she should have stepped in to Chelsea and Deanna's business. OK, Deanna was handling it. She should have waited until after the match, and then checked on little Chelsea Green, because at the end of the day, her arm is still broken. So whether you checked on her during the match, after the match, her arm is still broken. But she's going to make some excuse, saying she lost focus, and that's why she lost the title to me, because she was so worried about Chelsea Green, and she couldn't get through the match. La-di-da-di-da. Pressure is on me the most, because now she feels like she's more focused, and this is going to be a street fight. So she thinks she's going to do the same thing to me that she did to Deanna at Hard to Kill, and it's not going to go down that way. Because like I said, I'm a street fighter. All right. I'm from the hood. I'm from the streets. I know all this stuff. Yana, she's 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 tough. She's a Jersey girl. She knows her stuff. But at the same time, me, I'm a master at this stuff. This this is my type of match right here. That that stuff, that that type of match is not for Deanna. Deanna is the most technical women's wrestler ever. Technical wrestling is her stuff. But me, that street fighting stuff, that's me. That's that's my type of match. Mickey James ain't gonna survive with me on that. Is the pressure of, of me retaining against her? Of course it is. It definitely is, especially she's a legend. The, the, the hardest time trying to retain, but at the end of the day, I'm going to retain. That's what it's gonna be. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports podcast network the producer is gabby laspisa the associate producer is andre viola sound design by mary Bailon. special thanks to sirius xm senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting the legendary steve cohen and sirius xm fight nation program director mother marissa marissa revis sirius xm podcasts The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.